Hello, and welcome to the Activation Nation podcast, your weekly source of actionable advice from industry experts in self-development, health, life vantage products, network marketing, and more to help you activate your wellness, your business, and your life. Today's episode focuses on industry, one of the four pillars of belief. But first, the legal stuff. You may hear our guests talk about the income they've earned or how their health has been affected with LifeVantage. Please note that the average annual earnings of a typical active LifeVantage distributor in 2021 was $704. For the most up-to-date information, please click the link in our show notes. Any product statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, here's your host to dive into today's story to help you activate your life. Hello, Activation Nation. I'm Kristen Cunningham, the Chief Sales Officer at LifeVantage, talking with you guys all about belief in this incredible industry, network marketing. I actually had the chance to catch up with one of our top distributors, Executive Master Pro 10, Mark Shinsato, who had tremendous things to say all about his journey throughout the, the industry, his experience in a way that I think you are absolutely going to love. He touches on so much from the personal experience that he had to advice for you. Um, so take a listen to what Mark had to say. Well, Mark, thanks for joining us today. We are talking all about network marketing, the industry itself. I know you are just a veteran at it. You know so much about it. And, you know, here's how I kind of wanted to kick it off. I, I figured at some point in everybody's life, they're going to be approached about a network marketing opportunity by a friend, a family member, you name it. Somebody is going to ask you to join their opportunity, which I think is amazing. Um, but I really wanted to take this time and really talk about when that happens, what what should people look out for? Um, and I thought the perfect way to start would be by asking you, how were you introduced to this industry? That's a good question. Um, gosh, let me think for a second. Well, you know, I was just graduating from college. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, on that big moment looking for where you want to, you know, what you want to do and what you're going to, where you're going to go. And, and I kept, I had this feeling inside of me, mm -hmm. like, Oh, gosh, I don't know if I really want to do that, right? You went to all this school, and and then a friend of mine called, a banker friend of mine, and said, hey, would you look at network marketing? And I had no idea what that was, but I had some, you know, I, I, I guess I was ignorant in the sense that I thought I knew what it was, but I didn't know what it was. That may have been a good thing at the time. may have opened your mind a little bit more, right? Yeah, well, I mean, at first I said, no, thank you, okay. right? Because I just thought, you know, well, only losers do that and for some reason. I don't know why I thought that. Or I thought, hey, you know what? Only the people at the top can make money. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I said, no, thank you. And then as we started to chat, and then I said, well, I said, you always got to be open to listen, right? You don't have to say yes to everything you do or you listen to, but you at least got to be open to listen. So... I started to listen, and I started to do some research on my own and try to figure out what network marketing is. Did you listen, like, begrudgingly, or did you feel like you were open at the time? Uh, I guess begrudgingly. Okay. You know, right. was, I'm, I'm sure listeners can relate to that. <laughs> I, was, I, I mean, I wanted to find out, but yet, yeah, I'm like, oh, You gosh. thought you knew. I thought I knew. Yeah. Okay. I was, I like I was ignorant, you know? Mm -hmm. but, but as I figured it out, I thought, wow, this is 
awesome, right? You can be your own boss, right? You can be your you're starting your own business, mm-hmm. and um, and 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 I didn't have to go to work for someone else. So that's great. So how quickly did you have that mindset shift of this is only for you know air quotes losers, <laughs> and you can't make money? How quickly did you like shift your mindset? Was it in that same conversation? Well, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a process of time. I you know, I I probably took a couple of weeks to to do some homework, and I figured out, wow, this is pretty good. And once I understood what it was and what it wasn't, or what I thought it was, you know, um, and that it was different, then uh, everything clicked. And I just said, you just got to run and go and go and do. I love that. Now let me ask you this: Did you make any mistakes? along the way or perfect perfect no mistake perfect no i'm just kidding all right well we can end here then so (laughs) absolutely mistake i mean i I think it took me gosh 18 months to two years to kind of figure out what to do you know i mean i thought gosh you can start a business and i thought it was entrepreneurial and i and i went and did and yeah made a lot of mistakes so let me ask you this did the first person or did all the people you asked say yes? Absolutely not. How long <laughs> was it before you were able to really find someone to join you? Oh, gosh, that is another good question. Um, I don't remember, but I'm thinking it was probably a couple of weeks before I got someone to listen, mm-hmm. right? And I, I want to emphasize that, even listen. So I think sometimes there's this preconceived notion that because you're at the top of a company, it was maybe easier for you or you had some secret way about doing it, but two weeks before you got someone to really listen. A good couple of weeks, yeah, wow. for them to listen. Because I, I think, you know, a lot of people had, not, well, yeah, a lot of people had the same type of preconceived notions that mm-hmm. I did, right? Or, or that viewpoint. And But once they opened their mind to it, it was awesome to see the change. I love that. I love that. So as you kept going, what surprised you just about about your journey in the industry? Two weeks in, you're, you're feeling success. And my guess is your your commitment just kind of grew. But was that journey up and down? Was it? Absolutely up and down. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's times where you just, things are going well and you're excited. And, <laughs> and then you get another no. Or, you know, someone joins your business and then they do nothing. And it's like, oh, my God. Gosh, and you, you, and then you just—I mean, I, I just felt horrible. I wanted to quit again, and and then I just thought about, well, what if I don't do it? I love that. What would my life be like in the next five, ten, twenty years from mm-hmm. now? And that thought of what will it be like if I don't scared me, and that's what got me to keep going again wow. and again and again. That's, that's some people always they can just see what they want and they go for it. I. Kind of not like that. I you had, had to, to think about it the other way. The other way. I like that. So is it fair to say your first piece of advice would just be open? Be open to the opportunity. Yeah, be open. Just yeah. listen, you know, ask yourself what do you want in life, right? And uh, then just align where you want to go with, with that gut feeling and, and, and then, you know, do your research. And yeah, I think everyone will find out that this is the most amazing you know, way to, to do business. I love that. 
So I want to kind of jump off from there. You talked about doing your research. What, what does that look like? What should people be looking for, you know, as they're shopping around for an opportunity or as somebody is sharing one with them in front of them? What do you need to be aware of? Not every opportunity is the same. Well, for me, first, I had to understand network marketing first. Mm -hmm. So I had to figure out, you know, I kind of thought it was like a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> I mean, to clarify, really? it is not. <laughs> it is not, but I th that's what I thought network but I marketing it, was. I think everyone kind of assumes that, you know, they're wrong, but I think it's kind of a normal thing to just assume the worst. And so I had to figure that out. Mm -hmm. I, had to, I had to learn what a Ponzi scheme is and what it isn't, and then network marketing makes sense because once you understand what, it, what a Ponzi scheme is and isn't, then it's definitely not network marketing. Right, right. right. I mean, it's totally opposite it's, exactly. it's a legitimate business mm -hmm. that you got to do so that was the first thing and then i it, there, there's a couple of things that i had to i look at well network marketing is like opening a, a, a business because it is you're the right. ceo of your own company right? right and so i thought well if i'm a if i'm going to be investing into a, a business what are you going to look for so i looked for well who, who am i working with right mm -hmm. who's who's the the executives um, that I'm going to be working with, the, mm -hmm. the, the corporate people. Right. Um, I also looked at, you know, who I'm going to be working with in the field. And I didn't know at the time that there was a difference, but I looked at that, right, the uh -huh. partnership. And then I looked at um, product. Really important. I thought, gosh, if I'm going to, again, invest in a business, I'm going to look at a product that's unique and consumable. Because if it's unique, that means you can't get anywhere else. And from a business standpoint, that's awesome, right? If they yeah, come to for you. sure. And the next thing, if it's uh, consumable, that means you're going to use it on a regular basis. Yeah, for sure. And that sure. means you're going to have to buy it on, <laughs> on a, regular a regular basis. On a regular basis, yeah. And so that product was you know, ha had to be amazing. And then once I looked at that, then I also looked at, gosh, timing. Where is the company, right? Is it a, a startup company? Is it a... Um, you know, a established company, a legacy company? Is it in its growth phase? Where is that company? Mm -hmm. So I have to understand that Yeah. Um, as an opportunity, right? For, as you look at a business, you have right. to look at, at, at yeah. the growth potential. And I think, you know, I look at LifeVantage now, and although we've been around and for about, what, 13 years now? Mm -hmm. I still think, in my own opinion, that we're a, a startup company without a lot of the startup risk that are involved. Again, yeah. my own opinion, sure. but I think, wow, we're just ready to explode. And it's just, you know, timing, timing, timing. So look at timing. Uh -huh. um, and then I look at um, training, right? Is there a program to train you to become that CEO of that of business? That, of, your, of your own company. Of your own company. Yeah, and, I like and that. And we got that here, right? Then I look at you know, compensation. I'm thinking, if I'm going to spend my time doing something, um, can I get paid well for it? And our compensation plan is amazing. Yeah. Well, let's let's pinpoint yeah. like a few of those. So you, you kind of started with the people. Like, what do you recommend? Like, as you're looking, you know, can I trust this company? Can I trust this person in front of me? Like, what was kind of your gut test for that? What did they, how did you have to, what did you have to be comfortable with to kind of move forward? What do people need to know about the company they're joining or the, or the person that they're that they're joining? Well, 
you know, I'm just a little boy from Kailua, Hawaii, and I don't know, I'm not that sophisticated, but I like people. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to talk with the people, right? And and I just had to feel good right. inside. And I, I don't know, I like I said, I'm not very sophisticated, but I have to feel good about who I'm working with. Can I work with that person? Can I, do I think I can trust that person? And yeah. then you got to put them in a test, right? If they right. do what they say they're going to do, then you can trust them. If not, it's, right? I like, I like that test. Will they do what they say they're going to do? And sadly, not everybody will. Most people don't, I think, but there's a lot of people that do, and I think we found them here. Yeah. I mean, like, when I met you, I thought, I mean, seriously, I was like, ah, I don't know, right? Because questionable, don't, yeah. Don't know you, but for sure. But over the you know time that we worked together, I thought, wow, she's pretty amazing. I love you know? that. She always does what she says she's going to do. That's such well. Thank you for that. Did not tell him to say that to clarify. <laughs> um, but I I love how you just made that so simple. Like, will they do what they say they're going to do? And I think that works both on the corporate side, but also on the field side. Absolutely. As, as well, when you, you know, are trusting your upline, your mentor to really help you, you know, make sure that that's there. So my guess is you see that on both sides. Absolutely. Love that. Yes. And then, and then, you know what? I just know that human nature, mm -hmm. that we're not perfect and that's okay. You know, we make mistakes, but once you do your evaluation and, or for me anyway, once I figured out that this is something I wanted to do mm -hmm. and it, it fit all those criteria, then you just got to go because you know it's not always going to be bed of roses, right? Yeah, life's not perfect. So sure. you got to just, if you know what's right, you just got to keep on going even to the tough times. And I wanted to quit so many times along my life and its journey. But like I said, I always ask myself the next one. In fact, I quit. I quit numerous times along my journey. And then I think God is so amazing because he gives us end of days and uh, new beginnings. Oh, I love that. And so the next day I got up right when I could finally get up and I just asked myself again, what if I quit? And I did quit, you know, in my head anyway. <laughs> what will my life be in the next five years, 10 years, 20 plus years? And I thought, I don't want that life. So pull up your britches and keep going again. I love, well, I, I love that. Number one, because that reminded me a little bit of something my mom or dad has probably said to me, pull up your pants. We're going to, we can do this. But um, I think it's important to just realize, you know, you, you kind of joked about quitting in, in your head, but like, that's just life. Like things get hard. And I think it's so important to just realize that, you know, even at the top rank in the company, you had your moments where you had to recommit every day to say, you know what, we're we're still going with this. We're still going to move forward. Love that. Yeah. And, and you know, I was kind of joking, but not really. <laughs> I, I mean, literally in my head, I quit. I remember one time I was away and um, traveling in the beginning. I just, I just said, I got to go, right? Yeah. And so um, I just got up and did meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. And one time I was actually, I was in Japan, actually, and I went for a meeting and like no one showed up. I mean, can you imagine your airfare, hotel? I mean, you're, I don't know, tens that's, of thousands of miles away and no one showed up. That's more than just across the street at your neighbor's house. Absolutely. That's, yeah. wow. And so I just remember going back to the little dinky hotel room that I rented and thought to myself. What am I doing? What am I doing? 
and then I was talking to my daughter, and she said, she said I called, and she said, Dad, she said, you lied. And I said, well, what do you mean? And she said, well, you said if you, if you start your own business and do network marketing, that you're going to have more time to be with me. And you spend less time Ooh. with me now. And I remember... That hurts. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I bawled my... I mean, literally cried myself <sighs> to sleep. Yeah. And I said, I quit. This is not worth it at all. And I'm um, sorry. <clears throat> no. And then, um, like I said, God is, God is amazing because I had a new beginning the next day. Wow. And that's when I asked myself, what would my life be if I quit? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to have less time because I'm going to be doing, I'm, I'm going to be working for the rest of my life. Yeah. But what if, what if I just keep going, right? Keep going. And, and what if I start to build an amazing network of people to work with? And it changed my life. So, but it took a lot of time. That That is such and sacrifice. a good story that, I mean, at any level, someone is going to relate to that, of just that feeling of, you know, and, and your kids bringing it home with, what What are you doing, Dad? I mean, wow. Oof. It was tough. But what I found interesting about that, it was kind of like the same experience that you had, you know, even looking at this industry of, well, what if I don't do this? So I, I love how it kind of came back to the But, you know, now it's so much better. You know, I mean, when you look back, right, it was tough going there yeah. and I want to quit. And I did quit many times along the journey. But you look back now and I get to get up with them. I get to have lunch with them when they're home. We get to, you know, play games. We get to have dinner together. We get to travel. I yeah. mean. And you have an amazing family. So I'm sure it is just you. awesome the, to look back at that one experience in that hotel room and be able to say, you know what, it was it was worth it. It's it's worth it. Worth. I mean, it's worth it, right? And what's the word? Priceless. Just. I mean, just to be able to be with them at the, the daddy daughter days, or yeah. you know, son daddy daddy son, you know, activities that they have, and so it's yeah, it's totally worth all that pain and sacrifice and hard work. Love that. So amazing. All right. Well, I want to, one of the other things, you know, again, we were just talking about what, what does that research look like? What do you really need to pinpoint to make that decision? Um, you mentioned, and you talked about this a little bit, but it was just the product. You said, you know, the product's got to be unique and it's got to be consumable. So I want to like dive in a little bit more in, from a product standpoint. What do you mean by unique? Well, I mean, there's, and maybe that's a really dumb question, but I think kind you of, know. But I, that's okay. <laughs> I, th I think you know where I'm going with it. Well, you know, I mean, unique meaning that you can't get anywhere else. Mm -hmm. One, right? And and if you look at at our products, I mean, amazing activation products, right? Yeah. And I think that you know that philosophy of activating and switching on and turning on the body's to, you know natural processes to do what it does. Right. I mean. That's unique, right? Yeah. And if you want it, guess where you got to go? Exactly. Well, you know, one of the things that, you know, in the business world you always hear is be like an industry disruptor or be something that you nobody can get anywhere else. And what I love about LifeVantage is we really are in a category all on our own. We're not having to compare ourselves to other companies. It's, in your words, it's unique, <laughs> right? It is unique. And from a business standpoint, that's a good thing. That right. is a good thing, for sure. Love that. 
The other thing you talked about, um, just being consumable, you know, obviously there's many companies out there that sell like a good or a service that you buy one time, um, and then you never go back to, but that that's tough for business because you're starting over kind of month after month in a lot of cases, right? Um, talk a little bit more about that. Like, why is that just so, so critical? I think consumable, I mean, again, if you're going to, if the product has to not just be unique, but it has to work, Mm -hmm. right? There's a lot of products that are unique, but they don't work. They don't give you the results, right? Um, and so they have to work. And if they work, that means you're going to, if you get the results that you want, then that means you're going to use it over and over again. And if you use it over and over again, then it disappears, right? You want more. And then you want more, and yeah. guess what you're going to do? Because it gave you the results, you're going to buy it again and again and again. And from a business standpoint, that's really good. Yeah. Right? Sure, Repeat business. Subscri- and I love subscriptions, right? If, you, if I mean, in, in nowadays, something that wasn't subscription, that, you know, yeah. that, that wasn't, I guess it was there, but wasn't there. When I first started, mm-hmm. you know, networking. But now, you know, I mean, even at Amazon, they have subscriptions or whatever yes, you have. Right? Yeah, and it's so, everywhere. And that's good for your business. But if it's unique and it works, then the subscription works. That's true. People will keep, will keep coming back for it. Love that. Um, anything else from a product standpoint? No, I think that's it. Unique that and consumable. And, and I'm sure you've seen just amazing stories along the way of just people who have seen tremendous results, which my guess probably makes it even more exciting to continue oh to my share. God. That, that's the fun part. You know, I mean, for me, another thing is I'm not a salesperson. And I guess we sell all the time anyway. I mean, I had to sell my wife on marrying me. I had to sell, <laughs> have to sell my kids. You on. did it. It was a good thing. Sherry's in- incredible. She so. is. And my kids clean their room, you know, on a regular basis. And so you're ahead of me on that one. So I, I didn't think I was a salesperson, but um, what I love is to help people. And as I saw what our products do for people, right, just make them feel better, mm-hmm. look better, you know. I thought, oh my gosh, I can do this. And so you talked about a mistake, mistakes that I made. You know, one of the mistakes that I made early on is I thought, gosh, I just invested in this bunch of products, right? This starter kit, whatever I bought, right? And then I thought, okay, I got to go get my money back. So I got to go sell. And so I had this seller's mindset where I got to go. Yeah. Right. And, and and I did okay. I did okay in the beginning when I first started, you know, network marketing. I did well, but what I mistake I made was it's not just about you, it's about the other person. Yeah. Right? Whether it's a customer or a new distributor, it's not what you want, it's what they want. I love that. And so I had to ch- it was a little mindset change in my head. And um but that little mindset change made a huge mm-hmm. difference mm-hmm. in my business. And so I, I guess people just felt it, right? It wasn't like, okay, he's coming after me. Yeah. But I think people felt like, gosh, he really cares. Yeah. Um, and and when, when that mindset, when I finally adopted that mindset, my business changed. And, and I love to help people. Yeah. And then when you see the product, how it changes people's lives. Uh, or the business, you know, you you have a, you know, a single mom or dad, 
And if they can make a couple of, you know, $100 extra a month. It goes a long way. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then and people say, thank you. Thank you for helping me. That's what drives me. And so that mindset change and that mistake was it's not just about me. Yeah. It's about helping others. Well, you said something that I, you know, I've been in the industry about 16 years and you said something that was like, here, I just, I got to get my money back. And I never thought of it in the context of how you equated that with, that was about you. That was about what I need, not about, I got to go help more people. So I, I love how you framed that. It was really cool. You do the same activities, but I think. How you think about them is just. How people feel, right? Exactly. How they with feel. You. Mm -hmm. Changes your whole business. Perfect. Well, the next thing you talked a little bit about was just timing and making sure that, you know, from a business standpoint, that the timing is right. I'm sure you, personal timing, but as well as just overall company timing. Why is that important? Well, I mean, gosh, you, you know, you're starting a business. So if you're going to invest in a business or start a business, you want to make sure that you can grow your your return, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you, the whole purpose of any business is to turn a profit. And so... When you're looking at, at, at companies, for me, I'm looking at what's the potential mm -hmm. and so that timing. And I look at, you know, LifeVantage. Again, like I said, I, we've been in business for about 13 years, but I look at um, where we're headed, you know, the direction we're heading in. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it is the perfect timing. People always say, Mark, you're so lucky you were there in the, in the very beginning. But when I think about it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're also lucky right now because can, can I mean I just I can see what's going to happen in the next five plus years. Yeah, what do you think that is? You want me to make a prediction? I, I it's going to be awesome. Gonna That's be all awesome. I'm going to say. And I'm just thinking, you know, I mean, if you look at the number of elite and master distributors now, mm -hmm. watch what happens in, in in the coming years because timing is so. Good. And the reality is, is timing doesn't mean just like you're the first one that said yes. You know, there's a lot more that goes into that. And as you were saying that, I was thinking, well, we're all really lucky that you and, you know, the other fellow pro tens were first because you you perfected it. You figured out, you know, here's the we can just learn from your lessons without having to do it the hard way. I mean, maybe not everybody, but ideally it's like learn from mistakes of others and we're positioned in a, in a big way and we have such an incredible foundation. Absolutely. Right? Principles, right? And just timing, and it, it's a good time now. Love it. Um, the next thing you spoke a little bit about was just training. Why is training so important and really evaluating, you know, does this opportunity come with training? I went back, I got an MBA, and, and you know, not that it makes me great or anything, but I learned some things there. And so I you're learned... a master pro 10 and you have a master's degree. Yeah. He's like master squared. <laughs> But what I learned, some of the things I learned is, you know, when you're looking at a business, I mean, or you're starting a business, sometimes you don't have all the skills or the mindset, right, to be that whatever, CEO mm -hmm. of that company or master pro 10. And so you got to learn. And so that training and sometimes, and it's principle, if you can just teach the principles, um, then you can apply those principles to grow your business. And so right. training is, is vital because I didn't know what to do. I mean, I, I, I had passion and I had drive and I went out and just, you know, worked crazy um, and, um, and had some good results. But at the same time, could have worked smarter, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't have that mindset or, or skill set 
to be a network marketer. It was different right. than having an MBA degree and actually having a network marketing degree. So I had to learn um, what to do and how to do it. And that's why that training is so vital. That's why being at events are so important, you know? Yeah. I mean, our LVAs. Um, and because uh, you go there and you, you learn the nuts and bolts, the principles of growing your business. So you come to um, Elite Academy and you're going to learn more of the not just the mindset, which is really important because that's a you know, personal sure. growth development, yeah. but also the how to, right. some of the skills that you can take back and apply it. So training. And that's why being at events is so vital, 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 vital. So make sure whatever opportunity someone has in front of you that training is there, that you, know, yes. you can find how, you know, people who are successful, how they were successful and how you can kind of really just copy that success in a lot of ways. Love Absolutely. it. Training is super important. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you kind of my last closing question. Okay. And it is kind of everything all combined, but what is your just one piece of advice for somebody, you know, is... This industry is put in front of them. What's your one piece of advice? If you could just say one last thing. One piece of advice is know what you want, why you want what you want, mm -hmm. put a plan of action in place, and go to work. And just be consistent. Be consistent at the right activities, right? Sometimes we can be busy, but is it the right activities? And so know what the right activities are so to give you the results that you want mm -hmm. and and just keep doing it day in and day out and then part of that is what I, what I like to do is at the end of the day right I kind of plan weekly and daily uh-huh and so every every day I'm looking at okay what do I got to get accomplished today and then I look at each of my appointments that I have and I ask myself um, what is the result that has to happen. And I walk through um, what that meeting is going to look like. Mm -hmm. And then I go through that meeting that throughout my day. Mm -hmm. And then at night, though, here's really, really important about consistency, is at night I ask myself, what what was my wins? What were your wins? Love that. What, what are my losses? losses what didn't okay. go well? And what can I improve? And that last piece to consistency is so important. So what can I get better at? And then I, I, I look at those, you know, the, the, what can I get better at? And the next morning as i doing planning for that day again, then I, I'm going to go back to what can I get better at? And I think through each of those appointments, now how can I, how can I implement what I learned? Mm -hmm. And if you can be consistent at doing that, so you're getting a little better every day. Yeah. You know, just baby steps. But over time... I mean, that, that results are huge over time. That is so well said. It's almost like, you know, you're celebrating the wins. You're looking for, you know, opportunities to be better and then referencing back. So every day you're, you're starting at a little bit better space than you were the day before. Like, Absolutely. That, that is, is that, that's key. I mean, I wish I would have known that, you know, I, just, I kept going, 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 and I didn't take the time to look at what can I improve and how to improve it, right? Those activities. That's and awesome. Mindset. Well, Mark, we are obviously very grateful that you're part of this amazing company. And I know I learned a ton from this and I'm sure our listeners did as well. So thank you so much for all you do for your leadership and, and your time today. Thank you. Okay, we'll see you everyone. Aloha. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Activation Nation podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends and share your biggest takeaways from today's discussion with anyone who could benefit from them. This episode is sponsored by Life Vantage Legacy, a nonprofit dedicated to improving lives and building a lasting impact for those in need around the world. Learn more at lifevantage.com. We look forward to sharing more with you during next week's conversation. Thanks for listening and being an important part of the Life Vantage community. Mm-hmm.